0: Hello everyone and welcome to another week of the Super Rugby Podcast uh, with your hosts Toby Harris
2: and Damian Warren. Now Toby, you know what they say, you do something once, <laughs> if it's really, really rubbish, you never hey, do it hey, again. Hey, hey,
0: hey,
2: <laughs> Be nice. First up though, we have got a very, very action-packed week of rugby. I think possibly the, the best weekend of rugby that i It's
0: been very, very exciting actually, hasn't it?
2: And we're going to start with our wonderful listeners' questions, but not just listeners' questions this week. We've actually got a listener's voice call.
0: <laughs> I tell you what, that's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? It is.
2: It is. It's a great question. I will tell you, it's a great question. But if other people want to send in their voice calls, yes. what's the email address? Tose? So the
0: email address is uh, the Super Rugby Podcast. At gmail.com. And the
2: Twitter account. And that's where we're putting up lots of polls, lots of posts at the moment. Um, That is at superrugbypod.
0: Brilliant. I tell you what, it's taking off like a 747,
2: isn't it? They actually, there's not many 747s (laughs) taking off, (laughs) though.
0: Anyway, first listener's question.
2: This says here lads really enjoy listening to the podcast while traveling for work and can't believe you actually get paid. To chat about rugby. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I wish. I bloody wish. Anyway, this is from David from Belfast, I believe. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, Anyway, the question is, given you both seem to enjoy mocking the Northern Hemisphere rugby as boring. We we do, absolutely. (laughs) Would you lot like to see a grand final scheduled for the best super rugby team versus the winner of the European Rugby Championship, hopefully Leinster or... The likely Saracens.
0: I would definitely. I think for me, anyway, I'd like to see uh, Leinster in it because I've got quite a good mate, Jamison Gibson Park, plays fly half. Uh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he plays scrum half. <laughs> Village. It's really good that you know where your <laughs> friends play. No, no, no. <laughs> really good mate. Um, but I think I would actually. Um, for me, I think the two, st- you know, two contrasting in styles. Northern Hemisphere rugby compared to especially Super Rugby where, and it's probably going to be the Crusaders to win it. They play a very expansive game, don't they? The,
2: the excuses have always been it doesn't match up in the calendar. I think in past years, the excuse has been more, well, I don't know this. This is just my take on it. And, you know, we like to mock the Northern Hemisphere. So let's just carry on. Scared, with eh? They're running Scared. <laughs> So my my thought they were they were scared they were thinking well yeah. we don't want you know the Super Rugby champions to come over and and whoop us but I don't think that's quite the case anymore I think the two styles of rugby arguably it would be a tough tough game it would probably it would be, have yeah. to be played in the northern hemisphere because of the money side of things yeah and yeah. therefore it would be difficult for the for if it was the crusaders or if it was the blues or the sharks or whoever it was yeah. it'd be difficult for them that it would probably be at the end of the season or in the pre-season yeah in between
0: test matches a lot of it would go against and if it's between test matches then you wouldn't have all your all blacks or you know springbok or australian players would you so it would be
2: very very tough and i think it's probably more and more likely now that the southern hemisphere may may or may yeah. not be weaker than the norm Northern Hemisphere. Mm. It would be damn. It would be good for rugby, though.
0: That's a really good
2: question. It's a very very good yeah. question. But there's, there's, uh, you know, financially it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I just, I think they're worried about. You know, it doesn't quite fit into the calendar, but they can get around that. You look at the rugby league. Uh, the, the Aussie teams always come over as a pre-season game, yeah, and hence they do, why yeah. they don't win yeah. very often. Because mm. we, we obviously would say the NRL is a better competition than the, the Super, Super League.
0: League. Well, you would, wouldn't you?
2: But they often lose. Yes. yeah. And maybe the same would happen if the Southern Hemisphere teams were coming over and playing in that competition. Yeah, but but it, it would be it, so good. It'd be great to watch.
0: Definitely. yeah. And like you say, it just depends on when in the calendar year they actually do play it, if they play it. Fingers crossed! They yeah. would
2: do it right at the end of Super Rugby, <laughs> and they would go over there and we'd absolutely <laughs> smash them, and we could comprehensively say that it's the best competition in the world.
0: Well, on the day of a good Super Rugby team, they could beat an international team, couldn't
2: they? It has been said in the past, you know, that the, the winner of the Super Rugby competition could beat any international yeah. side because they work so well together as, and work so long together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see it. Yeah, so would I'd I. love so, yeah, uh, David. Yes, can you ring the up the RFU and get it uh, get it get moving it on that one please. for us? Next question, Toby. Yes. Hi, Damien and Toby. Do you notice that, mate? It's me, me before you again. Did you notice that? That's that's
0: it is anyway. Awful. He goes, he
2: goes on, he goes on. Uh, now, this is from I am not quite sure, Brett. It's from Brett Brett from America, from from the USA. I think he's in California. Please uh, excuse me if I'm not quite right on this. I'm a big rugby fan from the US. And as a new fan of your excellent podcast, this is my first season watching Super Rugby. And I was curious to know if I'm watching the best league competition, I think he's not mean, he's rugby, yeah. rugby competition, currently in the world of rugby. How would you rate the different rugby union leagues around the world in terms of players skill level uh, competition uh, and currently aware of the super rugby competition the premiership in england the guinness pro 14 the top 14 in france uh, the major league rugby in the u.s of a which one do you think is the best (laughs) tobes
0: well there's no doubt in my mind Absolutely no oh, doubt in my mind. Yeah.
2: Super, now, isn't it funny if he was a gold digger, this guy, or if he was, you know, uh, uh, looking for oil? Yeah, he just struck gold, eh? Hey? Yeah, he did. Do you yeah, know what I mean? first definitely. competition that he's watching, it's the best competition. I think it's definitely the best to watch.
0: Well, to be fair, we actually haven't seen the major league rugby yet. No, so we don't know. We don't know about but that. My one. guess, and I guess when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. But. I'm going to go with my gut on this one and it's uh, definitely super rugby.
2: I would say that this year has been so unpredictable. It hasn't it maybe it's made it more interesting. I do think that the best teams to watch are the New Zealand teams, the Australian teams and the Jaguaris. Yeah. I think the South African teams at the moment
0: they They're playing are playing a different game to a, what they normally play.
2: Yeah, they normally f- I mean, they can. It showed on the weekend yeah, that they, when they need to, when they need to throw it around, they can throw it yeah. around, but they're kind of playing most of them, the smothering type of rugby that can be a little bit boring to watch.
0: A little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the question sort of says, you know, the Guinness Pro 14 or the top 14 in France, they're pretty good competitions, but I think – for me, especially like the the top fourteen in France, it's where all our our older players go to play their their final or last hurrah. Yeah,
2: and and everyone knows that's in rugby that training and living in France is the reason <laughs> it's why more a of a lifestyle. <laughs> the reason why a lot of people go there to play is because it's you know it's almost like a retirement village for the way you play hence why the french national yeah. team aren't that fit not that's as strong true. yeah and don't have as much structure maybe the coaching isn't as good we haven't played there ourselves so we but we do watch a bit and it's just yeah. big boys smashing it up
0: it is yeah um well what about the premiership rugby it's getting a lot better it is yeah i used I to, to pe- agree. people used to say to me do you, know, you
2: know which which english team do you support and I was like, I just don't watch it because it's just so awful. But I would say I have watched a few games. I and they, still don't watch it. <laughs> I have watched a few games, and the skill level is dramatically improving. Yeah. The coaching stock is as good now as as in New Zealand because a lot of the New Zealand, Australian, South African coaches yeah. have come across – taken uh, a lot of the big jobs, and they've brought up, you know, improved the level of coaching, I think, throughout the game in this in this country over here. So it is catching up, or it pains me to say it's catching up. Don't say that. I've just said it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Awful. Absolutely awful. Uh, that's a good question, though. I think it was an easy one for us to answer, though, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. It's just so much better to watch Super Rugby than any other competition, yeah, and it traditionally has been, and I think it will be for a little bit longer. It might be interesting times ahead. Mm. Give another four years, we might not be saying this, and maybe possibly the English game with all the money that's rolling in takes yeah. over,
0: or all the major league, Or I'm the sure major they're league, yeah, pump quite a bit of money into that.
2: They're definitely going to pump some money. into yeah. that. Next question is a special one. We actually have our first ever, and hopefully not last. <laughs> Voice
0: question. I really like this. This is awesome. We should get video. We could, but that would be even harder. <laughs> be to even edit. harder. Yeah. So we've got our first
2: question. That's a voice question. If anyone would like to do it in the future, just send it to the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail dot com. We'll pick it up. Uh, make sure it's nice and short and yeah. succinct, and it will go on really well. But yeah, it's a very special guest because this guy is called at Mr Rugby World Cup. Guys, it's good, eh? A... Yeah. Very... Why? Why that name? Well, this guy's been it uh, is, has been to every World Cup final there has ever been. Every single one. Rugby World Cup, of course.
0: My dad went to the very first one.
2: This guy's gone to every other one as <laughs> okay, well.
0: Okay, okay. But what's
2: more impressive than that? Because I've done my research, that he's actually got a he's got a ball signed by every single winning World Cup captain. God.
0: That's pretty impressive. It but
2: wait, wait for this though. That ball was kicked into the stand that he got at, at the World Cup final. Really? Or at How the world. How did Cup. he keep it? He put, put it under <laughs> 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 We've all we wanted to do that, haven't we, mate? <laughs> but anyway, that's pretty impressive. So we're gonna to listen to his uh, his question right now.
1: Hi guys, Sean here, Acker Mr. Rugby World Cup on Twitter from Sydney, Australia. I have a question for your podcast. But firstly, I must say I enjoyed your last podcast. You guys chatting about who will win the Rugby World Cup was a good listen. So if you guys out there get a chance, have a listen to that one. Anyway, my question, and some of you may have noticed, I've tweeted numerously on the neutral ref issue in Super Rugby. It seems week after week we are seeing non-neutral refs officiating games with some games, for example, the ref, assistant refs and TMO from New Zealand officiating a New Zealand game versus an overseas opponent. To me, it just does not look fair. Surely it it can't be a money thing, as I've seen Aussie refs in New Zealand officiating New Zealand games versus overseas opponents. Yes, I feel most refs are fair and good. I just think Sanzar should have neutral refs and that would eliminate the element of doubt and uncertainty especially if it was a controversial win or loss to your team. We don't see it at the Rugby World Cup, so surely we deserve neutral refs in Super Rugby. What do you think?
2: Well, that's a great question. That is a
0: very, very good question.
2: And funnily enough, actually, it's a question that we were asking ourselves watching the games over the weekend, because we did have a number of games where there was actually – so so what you know what we're basically saying here is you're playing so an Australian team's playing a New Zealand team in New Zealand there's a New Zealand ref it just it just makes us ask the question yeah why especially when there is let's say a South African touch judge touching on the side so why on earth do you think you know they've got the the New Zealand referee refereeing the game
0: it i honestly i don't know I guess you uh, that's a tough that's a tough question. I think it comes down to um
2: two two elements. the main element being there's not enough high lef- level referees, okay so because there's not enough high level referees, they're having to use the same referees in the big games yeah so they're backing the referee over where they're from. that's the first thing. Secondly, I think they want to send out a message, and you might notice this year that if an Australian referee is refereeing in New Zealand, they'll mm. wear it, they'll wear a New Zealand kit. Yeah, true. If they're wearing if they're refereeing in in uh, Japan, they'll wear the Japanese kit, and, and so and forth so on, and so on. Yeah. So they're actually saying, doesn't matter where they're from, mm. they're going to referee fairly, they're going to be unbiased like they should, and they're trying to take all of that out. I think they might be trying to send a message. To say it doesn't matter where they're from, they are good referees and they were referee fairly. But yeah. I do agree, biased. If you're on the receiving oh, end,
0: definitely, definitely.
2: So we had an, a situation. Oh, we did, didn't we? <laughs> where we had an Australian ref, Gardner, refereeing the Sunwolves Reds game. Yeah. How many cards? <laughs> Seven cards.
1: <coughs> Seven. Seven cards. Yeah. And
2: that didn't look good to me. No. I'm not saying he was cheating. I'm not saying he was biased. At all. But it does make you think. Well, it just puts a little seed in your head, doesn't it? Correct, yeah. And, and we've done it before, haven't we? We've, we've refereed our own teams. It's hard enough to referee in your own team, let alone your, your own country at times. Um, and I think it might make them second-guess their, their job. Now, they'll probably say it doesn't because they're professionals yeah,
0: yeah.
2: and whatnot if they referee everyone the same. But it would make me think twice about well, some of especially the, the decisions. supporters,
0: isn't it? And Maybe even the team as well.
2: Yeah, maybe you know the players. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, no. for, for me, they're great referees. But I think
0: as the referees nowadays, they do know them personally. You know, first name basis, especially you. You hear, you hear the referee calling them by them na- by their names. I mean, they might referee the same captain. Like yeah,
2: the same prop. You know, yeah, in a season, five, six, seven times, mm. uh, and then they've got the internationals as well. So they, as you say, they probably know the players very well and actually a lot of the referees are quite young now yes definitely so maybe they're going out on the razor's edge with them as well mate
0: <laughs> on the piss.
2: but I, I just don't I, I absolutely agree I don't I don't think they need to do it uh, I think it's pretty, pretty easy I think it's to unnecessary it. I think it's unnecessary it just yeah. it puts in their questions that we don't really want to ask and there has been some real I mean uh, we go back to the Rebels game in South Africa it did not look yeah, good the no. South African referee no. really did look like he was favouring his team yeah uh, arguably, there are a few games in New Zealand where oh, the rubber, the green's gone, yeah. the New Zealand team's way. Yeah, uh, just a question that we we don't want to, don't need to ask, don't no. want to ask. No. What a great question! That was a great a- question. I
0: love that it was a voice call as well. That would only come
2: from a guy who's been to every World Cup <laughs> final. How impressive is that? That's really He's good. living the dream, isn't he? He is. I wonder what he does though. I would like to do whatever he yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that was our three questions for today, some absolutely fantastic questions from our wonderful listeners. Uh, Please keep them coming in. We've got a lot of questions this week that we'll use in future weeks, so if your question wasn't uh, answered, asked asked and answered, then we will use them in the future, and we are going to do a few specials uh, coming in uh, over the summer holidays uh, to, to sort of plug any gaps where we're away. Uh, well, we'll use those questions. But up next is our review and preview of all the weekend's yeah. games and what some games there were.
0: God, first game was the Crusaders versus the Sharks. Now. I, I almost
2: lost the will to live. <laughs> this was a 21-all draw. We were lucky to draw. I just, want to, I just want to get a couple of things out of the way. I want to get a couple of things out of the way here. No one played well. I'm no just, one played. No, no, I'm going to start, and you can take over, and you can run with it. No one played well in this game, apart from apart from Bosch, who kicked very well. He did. So yeah. other than him, yeah. everyone didn't play great. Kieran Reid no. on his 150th game.
0: He Yeah, he, he played okay. I'll tell you who played okay for the Crusaders, actually, was Barrett. He had quite a strong game, ran well. In the ruck area, was good at clearing, but...
2: Okay, you're going to give someone a barrier. I I, I, I back you up on that. i tell you what was impressive. that was, was the post. Did you just say, I'll back you up on that? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I did,
0: Oh, yeah, my yeah.
2: gosh. So, I'm, I'm saying what was impressive was the post lighting up read every five <laughs> seconds, wasn't it?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I've written down here, scrums, they have to do something about the scrums. I've
0: said it week on, week out, and it's just, it's annoying, isn't it? It's
2: more than annoying. It's wasting. Yeah. It's my, the blood in my body was draining out. Watching reset scrum after reset scrum. I mean, the Crusaders did score three tries. Yeah, they did. The Sharks didn't score any tries. Bosch kicked fantastically, but people always say, how do you beat the Crusaders? That's how you beat the Crusaders. Keep the scoreboard ticking over. Keep the, Don't kick for the corner no. and try and roll it. I mean, the Crusaders mm. were their own worst enemies. Oh, they kicked for definitely. the corners. They had yeah. cast-iron opportunities to score points. And they kicked for the corners. And people are going to sit there and say, but that's what we always do. But yeah. the rules have changed. You can't catch the ball and drive it over the line like you've done for five years. The rules have changed. Mm. You've got to change the way you play. Now, is it a good rule change? uh, Arguably not, because it's making people kick for goal. But you've got to go with the rules. And the other thing that was really annoying was how many penalties did they give away? And how many ridiculously stupid idiot penalties did the Crusaders give away? It just was not
0: impressive. But they've done that all season though, haven't they? They've got away with it all season until this game. Well, yeah. Okay,
2: yeah. But on the stats, the Crusaders were better in every area by an absolute mile apart from the penalties, which killed them. But that's how you beat the Crusaders and that's how you beat the All Blacks. You play in their half. You have a a long-range kicker like Farrell or or Daly. uh, and, And you take your points when they're on offer. And that's how you beat them. And you yeah. put them under the pressure. You make them run out from their own. Because I tell you what they don't like doing is none of these teams like running out from their own 40. They keep kicking the ball back. So it's box kick, box kick, box kick, box kick. You'll turn them over at some point. Then you'll they'll, then they'll give away a penalty. Just and force
0: them to make, this, make the mistake. Force them to give you a penalty yeah. so yeah. you kick the points. I yeah. mean,
2: it's just, for me, rookie mistake. If I was Robinson, and I'm not, and there's a very good reason why I'm not, because he's a damn good coach. I would be saying to guys like Cody Taylor that gave away ridiculous penalties, yeah, yeah, you don't do that when you play for me. If you do that, you don't play.
0: Yeah, And that would stop it very, very quickly. Well, it would. Yeah, it would. But, you know, and you know this, and I know this, and other rugby players know this, it's all heat of the moment, isn't it? You think well, you think it's right at the time. yeah. And I, mean, I mean, the referee are, we, blows the whistle, and you're like, ah, bugger. <laughs> I suppose at the end of the day we
2: are sitting there watching our T V, they're playing a bit of a contact sport where where people are smashing each other. Yeah. It's easy for us to say, Settle down, Cody Chapter. Yeah. But I just think you've gotta you've gotta you know, these penalties are killing us and they will kill the ABs
0: if yes, they do them. Definitely. Right. I've got a few things. Uh Village haircut. From oh, Good yeah. Hugh. <laughs> the mud flap, eh? <laughs> that is uh, one hell, hell of a mud flap. I tell you what, when I was 15, I uh, went to my brother's graduation and I used to have a mud flap like that. Got all the ladies. You didn't get any ladies, man. <laughs> None. Still don't. <laughs> um, also, at the uh, sort of, as you know how they. Um, interview the captains after the game. Yeah, yeah. Had a great line from the uh the sharks captain the scrum half. Oh he had a,
2: this is um, a call we we
0: a, we, we <laughs> ourselves for literally like three hours didn't we? Um he said this is quote, a draw is like kissing your sister. It's not great, but you'll take it <laughs> <laughs> Well of course so <laughs>
2: That was weird. <laughs> yes. I think he's going to look back. I think he's going to look yeah, back on definitely. that interview and he's going to say, oh, I got that wrong. Yeah. I'm
0: never going to do that again. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, mate. That's the first game. All right, mate,
2: I just want to say one other thing. is uh, The skill level for the African teams was really, really low. Uh, the uh, Dupree, their number eight, good player. Two catch off the kickoffs. He can't pass.
0: No. He can't pass. No. And that just wouldn't happen. That fir- it was that first pass as well, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Really awful. Next game uh, was the Reds versus the Sunwolves. Uh, 32-26. Now, this was the game that had seven cards. Seven cards. <laughs> I've never seen that before. At one point, it was 12 versus 14, wasn't it?
2: I reckon Gardner got this wrong. Oh, I think it's all well and good giving out cards but it's actually about doing something before you get to the point of giving out cards yeah. and I think he set himself way too high standards at the ruck so at the ruck we've been used to you know dog fights going on this year and then the players have got used to dog fights going on and then all of a sudden Gardner's trying to say
0: hey you can't have dog fights yeah, at the ruck yeah he, he didn't manage it well at all, did he?
2: No, I mean, if you want to go in being that tough, yeah. and maybe he has, you've got to clearly state that before the game. And then you've got to ping, got to ping him right from the word go. Yes. And yeah. he didn't do that. No, It was kind of like he got annoyed. He really he, looked, he, he got annoyed. I was going to
0: say, he looked frustrated, didn't he? He looked really frustrated. Yeah.
2: And, and he looked like, I've got annoyed, and yeah. now I'm going to take my annoyance
0: out and frustration players. out on you guys. Yeah. And it's
2: going to be the wolves because I'm an Australian. <laughs> no, I'm only, <laughs> I'm only joking. He wouldn't do that. Masarewa, two yellows, and the second yellow for me wasn't a yellow. It was no. it was I'm not saying it was a good tackle, but it was a penalty rather than a yellow. Oh, then yeah. you wouldn't have got the red. What did you think of the red's red? The red's red. Yeah, the trailing foot, player being held on the ground and then he What did you think? Do you think he meant to do
0: it? Or um not? I mean he, he said he didn't mean to do it, but it looked like he did. It's said, a tough one, though. It's a tough said, one. When he said he what didn't mean to do it, did he smile? <laughs> <laughs> was he giggling at the time? But the thing is, is that you know, I mean, we've all done it, especially like maybe when you pull your arm away, you, you hit them again, don't you? So he's pulled his leg away, and you can't expect his boot to just fall on the grass again. It's it,
2: yeah. I mean, I uh,
0: it was it's really it's a really tough, tough. One,
2: I don't think. The eight. The Sunwolves eight deserved to go. No, not at all. I mean he was holding his leg, but we've all been done we've all done that. But they we've do all it all the time
0: there. in the ruck. They hold their arm yep. or their shirt. And, and, and they're you whacking see them it. And
2: just, they're whacking it. Is exactly. that is that a yellow card? No. Um do I think it was a red? They they look back at it on the yeah. on the big screen.
0: It's he's, a tough one. He's made contact with his head. I like I dude. like
2: how the Sunwolves eight didn't make much of it. No. He didn't go down. We've and that, seen
0: that maybe should be the um reaction. For not giving the red, you know, like, obviously he didn't do it on purpose.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: So yeah. We instead, because if he did it on purpose, I'm pretty sure that number eight would have got up and whacked him.
2: You're right. And also, if he did it on purpose, it was clear that he'd be getting a lot more than just a, a, a red card. He'd be getting banned. Yeah. For stamping on someone's face. Yeah. So someone's had some good sense. So seven cards in total, they ended up with 12 versus 14 at the end. There wasn't really a lot to talk about in this game other a lot than... lot of penalties. A lot of penalties. The game became a bit of a joke. Stuart, uh, their 15, looked looked good until that pass, that inset pass that he gave. Yeah. That was village. Absolutely he Showed a village. clean pair of heels, though. He did, yeah. He's, he, you were saying that you felt that he may be uh, Falao's replacement, and yeah. then he gave that pass. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awful, absolutely awful
2: So not, not not a lot more to say other than it was an interesting game Because there were so many cards yes. We actually knew there was that many cards And, and we were like, how is he going to give out? So it was actually a good one to watch Yeah, how is he going to give out seven cards in the next 20 minutes? But no, he managed it <laughs>
0: yeah. Well done on for him Right, mate uh, This was a tasty game uh, Hurricanes versus the uh, Rebels Hurricanes out on top, 29-19. Um, what did you think?
2: I thought the Hurricanes superstars got them out of some serious trouble. Definitely. I watched that game, first half, and I thought, wow. the, cru- the Sorry, I said, I said no. The Crusaders. They are good, though. Uh, the Hurricanes <laughs> were amazing. First 20 minutes were unbelievable. But actually, when you look back... It was from no structure,
0: it was just sheer brilliance from Lamape. Oh, but the thing with him ha- poor defence. I'm sorry, but the rebels should have made a couple tackles there. He he's a he's a big boy. He's dude. a wrecking ball, though, He is he? a wrecking ball. So he was great. Um Bowden Barrett's
2: try was fantastic. And I'm even gonna give the oh, old and you no, disagree with me. Geordie no. Barrett's catch and pass that he gave showed his class. No. It did it it did, it showed I don't think another another fallback at the moment. Could have done that, and you know Beam my Smith? take no he the way he get caught, out of here now the way that he caught and passed that ball was was sensational. I love to bag Geordie Barrett. you know this. I'm not the biggest Geordie Barrett fan. My name is not Steve Hansen, <laughs> but he that's something that he did that a lot of <laughs> other players can't do, yeah. so I thought that was excellent. I thought the match had some endeavor and it was nice to see that endeavor coming back. I thought the Rebels especially in the second half but the the it was you know the ball was flinging around. There was lots of the ball flinging around which Can was Can I good just to see. say
0: that the Rebels on the stats have won pretty much everything. Although the big telling one is the turnovers won uh, 17 to the Hurricanes and 5 to the Rebels. Um also, mate,
2: the missed tackles yeah, for the Rebels, 26 that. to 13, that's a that's a telling blow.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I thought Billy Meeks, when he came on, he made a real difference to that uh, Rebels attack. Um, I didn't really see much of him in, in, in defense. I thought the crowd numbers were absolutely shocking. It was a real, that looked oh, good on TV, yeah, and then when did. they showed that extra other angle, it eh? was yeah. awful.
0: Uh, to be fair, the the Rebels probably should have done a bit better. They, they deserved a penalty try. With that pushover scrum?
2: Yeah, they did. They did, actually. You're um, And I'm not
0: right. sure how how he didn't give that. Was he a New Zealand ref? <laughs> he was, wasn't <laughs> he? Gosh. He was. <laughs> yeah, he, he, they deserved a couple of penalty yeah. tries, I thought. No, but uh, they did well to get back into the game.
2: Hey, I wrote down here, and you and you like this one, uh, Chase had oh, a good game. He, he worked hard for the team, and he chased down all those kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Chase is a good chaser. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh Rebels forwards I thought were very impressive as well. Yep. Uh, it was a game or two halves though. We talked about other teams being on the bus. Those rebels were, were on the plane, still drinking the martinis from the from uh yes. from past weeks. Coulda coulda woulda shoulda. And actually it wasn't right to the end of the game when Geordie Barrett, legend now in my book. <laughs> no, yes. no, he's so legend not. Um got the long range kick. To take the game away from the rebels because the rebels were looking it just like pushed it
0: out to two yeah, scores and, oh. and they looked like they were yeah.
2: going to have him, halted the momentum, really, yeah. didn't it?
0: Hodge played well for the rebels. Yeah, I thought he played. He's, really, he's very, he's very consistent. consistent.
2: Yeah, and and he's I kind of in a couple of weeks ago said he's overrated, but you can't be overrated when you deliver week in week out doing, you know, doing what he does. You have got to give him credit for that. He's very consistent. You're someone you can rely on as a coach. <laughs> Can
0: I, what, what? So you've put this down. Make hay while the sun shines. But what do they do when the sun does not shine? <laughs> it's awful. What I'm trying to say <laughs> is,
2: the hurricanes are fantastic when they've got loads of ball. Yes, when the momentum
0: is on their side. But when it, gets when, it a bit, when it goes away uh, from them, I, yeah.
2: they, they've got nothing to get themselves back in the game. No, I agree. They're, they're waiting for a mistake from the opposition. They've got. Mm. I, it's very difficult to see any structure. I reckon part of that is because Barrett likes to play off the cuff. Lamape f- hardly is ever at 12. He's sort of standing on the wing one yeah, minute. And, yeah, You know, it's kind of a bit of luck rather than rather than kind of building up to something. Definitely something that they've got to look out for because they have got a great team. That Hurricane side is a very impressive team. And maybe, just maybe, we've got to look at the coaching and, and saying, Something is not quite right with the coaching if you've got that group of players and you can't get them to play consistent rugby.
0: Right, now, I'm going to say that this is the game of the weekend. Um, This was the Highlanders versus the Chiefs. Now, again, for the second time uh, this weekend, it was a draw, 31 apiece. Uh, For me, it was definitely the game of the weekend. You know, the Chiefs, Chiefs played well for once, uh, but then the Highlanders, I think, played very well. And Josh Ione.
2: Yeah, uh, there's, there was a moment there, and we've spoken about this in the past, or maybe I've spoken to you about this, but when, when good players make breaks, they they make the right decisions when they make a break. So, And we saw that from Josh Ione when he made some breaks on, was it Saturday, Saturday, Friday night, Saturday? Saturday, yeah. He made the right decision consistently. And that is a pretty tough thing to do because a lot of players, when they make breaks, they kind of panic and think, oh, I've got to finish this or I've got to look for that pass. He made consistently the right decisions, which was fantastic to see. He is someone who may feature in future years for the ABs. Oh, I think so. And he couldn't miss. Kicking-wise, he couldn't miss. No, very impressive. Very impressive. I thought the Matt Fatters... Uh, Smith to Smith, the flick pass, was just
0: awesome. He played well, Ben Smith.
2: And the last thing we're going to mention here is Ben Smith. I reckon when he goes overseas, people might be a little bit surprised that he just doesn't rip everyone up because his his best and greatest quality is his decision-making. He makes the right decision 99% of the time. And as at fullback... It's, there's not many out there that can make good decisions under pressure like he can.
0: No, I agree. I agree.
2: And that's why he's going to be really, really hard to replace. Not because you know you can you can't replace his his uh, you know attack or his his defence. It's just his decision making is amazing. And I, and I bet his communication with the guys in front of them, telling them what to do. Oh yeah, is actually top notch. And yeah. that's maybe part of the reason why the the Highlanders have been such a good rugby playing team this year.
0: But like you say, they're a team. You know, they don't have many out-and-out individual stars. And a little, bit, just,
2: a little bit like the Chiefs now. Chiefs yes. have got no stars, yeah. and they've, they've, they've sort of congealed together. Or they need oh, to. Though. They had to. Oh, man, they had to. And, and unfortunately for the Chiefs, they are up and down still. They are up yes. and down. And a lot yeah. of that. I think they had 13 injuries. 13, 13 players unavailable. That was last week. God. going into that last yeah. game and it does show once they've got some key people out mm-hmm. they really struggle. Yeah. But I think a draw was a fair result. I'd They're, say that. You wouldn't you you couldn't pick it.
0: No, definitely not. Can I can I just say though Aaron Smith I think we said this last week but Aaron Smith's pass Aaron Smith's Aaron Smith's pass is outrageous, isn't it? Unbelievable. It's like mesmerizing.
2: Yeah, it is mesmerizing. Yeah. I
0: think some of the players that
2: are playing against them are like, oh, look at this. <laughs> oh no, they've gone.
0: <laughs> oh, through my gap.
2: Next up, mate. This was a this was a killer of a game. I have become an unofficial blue supporter this year. Mainly because of the ginger ninja. <laughs> mainly because of Ma Nonu. But how did they lose this game? They were twelve points ahead. And they literally threw it away. They had an inability to actually say, hang, hang on, we're 12 points up. We are just going to make you now play out from your own 22. Whenever you make a mistake, we'll kick our goals. It's the same old, same old. Kick for the corner, get turned over. Kick for the corner, get turned over. All they needed to do was just to say, we've won this game, unless you do something really special. Yeah. And I tell you what, there's, there's the 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 Brumbies didn't have it in them to do something special. No. They've got us a good team. You know, you give it, you give the ball to them with, in the, in your own twenty-two. They they will score eventually. But the Blues had the game in the palm of their hands and threw it away.
0: But like like you've said before, and it's the same with uh, the teams that haven't been winning. They can't remember how to win. They can't remember how to finish a game, close out a game, and I think the All Blacks need to need to learn from this. Oh, the All Blacks definitely need to learn. You from
2: this. Know? I mean, one Twitter, uh, one of the, one of the one of our wonderful um, followers mentioned. You know, if it was a if it was a South African team with a twelve point lead, they wouldn't lose. No, they just shut the game out. They just keep kicking the ball keep over the posts not post. out yeah absolutely i thought pete Samu for the brumbies played and has been playing some great rugby yeah. this year so i thought he did really well um but it was an inability to play smart rugby is what i've put down here they brought harry plummer on because they like, like throw the dice bring yeah. plummer on you know we're really struggling we need we need we now need to score when before you know they took th- they took 3 points at a moment in the game where you're like, what are you taking three points for? Kick for the corner. You've kicked for the corner all day. And now, when you should be kicking for the corner to score the try, you then go for three points.
0: It's like you've been saying it week in, week out. You know, you're kicking the ball away when you need to score tries. Yeah. Kick the ball away earlier.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Kick the ball over the post. Yeah. You know, it's five points for a try and three points for a penalty. Hence why... So many international teams go, you know what? I can nail this three-pointer. Exactly, and I know that yeah. goes completely against so much of what we do in New Zealand. But you've got to win the game first. And a lot of teams don't have the, the power and the capacity to run out from their own try line. So, so make them. Well, that's think right. It's
0: crazy. Right. Next game, uh, Bulls versus the Waratahs. Uh, 28 to 21 to the Bulls. Uh, Bulls, too strong, too powerful. At home, at home, big difference. I feel
2: really sorry for the Waratahs. They've lost their the tallies man, the man that gets over the the the, the gain line, the man that does yeah. amazing stuff. And he's he's they've they've still got a good team though, and they just haven't really performed. And they didn't really perform uh, on the on the weekend either. You know, I think the score line arguably makes that game look a bit better for them, whereas actually that in, in in truth they were outplayed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't have that much to say about the game. Uh Beal Beale played well.
2: Yeah, Kirtley Beale on patches played well. Yeah. You know when I mentioned you know, he looked really fast at times, So he'd look really fast again at times. But, you know, it's just a bits and pieces game where they just nothing really went their way the bulls as you said too big too strong too well organized and they they just pressed them they pressed them pressed them suffocated them, suffocated them 28 21 and as i say it would you know it, it was definitely a fair result 28 21 it wasn't like they got out of trouble
0: yeah now this also <clears throat> so i was uh well we both were at a um, school ball weren't we and while we were there <laughs> I kept on looking <laughs> for the updates for the score because I was really excited, and I am happy to tell you that uh, the Jaguars uh, beat the Stormers thirty to twenty-five, and I was happy with that score. And so you should be, yeah.
2: And it was a good reflection of the game. It really was a good reflection of the game. The Jaguars got a late penalty try, and it was really refreshing to see player Brumby's player, um, not Brumbies player, sorry, Stormers player. Knocked the try to knock the ball down, or oh, did knock right. the ball okay. down, and it would have been a slip try. Knock on. Yeah, and a lot of times they say, "Oh no, 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 we're not going to give that as a penalty try," and it yeah. was a penalty try, hundred percent. And they need to give those more often. Good refereeing, very good refereeing. <laughs> For I once. thought, I thought the Jaguars thoroughly deserved to win this game. It was a bit scrappy at times, and but I think
0: that's how the Jaguars play a lot of their rugby, and and
2: the Stormers could have won. They were really pushing. It, you know, it was overtime, they kicked down and then they lost the line out. Uh, and the Jaguars have never kicked the ball out so fast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so it was nice. And we are. We like the Jaguars. We like their spirit. It's great to see them playing with a bit of spirit. And they're yeah. building now. And actually, out of all the teams that play, they do have a good base for structure. And they work through their structure quite well. Got a good scrum, good line out, good good back three.
0: They've always had a good scrum though, haven't they?
2: Always a good scrum. Yeah,
0: Argentina. Or the Ar- Argentinians.
2: Yeah, I mean, but
0: you know, rows, they're, they're building, so yeah.
2: it's good to see. And they were our prediction for a quarterfinal spot as well. They were, so
0: yeah. It's nice that that might come true. That, and that was the last game, mate. That was the last game of the weekend. And there was wow. some genuinely good games there. Yeah, oh, definitely. Some great tries as well.
2: Skill level, I think, on the whole, seems to be up. Not as many drop balls, not as many With Weather conditions potentially. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So our predictions moving forward.
0: I've I've already ticked mine. And I have not. Yes again.
2: <laughs> yes again. Useless. Mate, there's some big games here, eh? Some big, big games. So first up, eight thirty five for us in the UK. Blues versus the Hurricanes. Blues at home. What do you think, mate? What do you think? I'm going to say the Blues. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm going to say the Blues, and I'm just going to say the Blues because I want them to win.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> You've you're joined the bandwagon, haven't you? Now, <clears throat> I know the Hurricanes are my team, but I, I, I yeah, well, they're my team. <laughs> but I would like to see the Blues win as well. So are you putting the Blues to win, or are you no, saying? I'll, no, I'd like them to win, but I don't think they will win. <laughs> So I'll put the Hurricanes to win. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to put the
2: Blues to win. I'm going to put the Blues to win.
0: Okay, Rebels versus the Reds. I've gone Rebels.
2: Yeah, this is a this is a real big big game for the Rebels. If they lose this game, then I think yeah. their season is whether or not they, they they I think it's over from from the point of view of they just have not played well enough. No. Uh in no. big games. I think they will win. And I'm going to tell you why. I think they'll have too much at 9 and 10. Yeah. I think they'll have too much out wide. And I think they'll have too much in the scrum. (laughs) And I think the Reds have done really well, but I just don't see them having the firepower that they'll need to get past the Rebels, especially with the Rebels at home.
0: Bulls versus the Crusaders.
2: Away for the Crusaders. They rested a lot of players. I think I put on Twitter before the last game I, my fingernails I just knew it was going to be tight um, this one will be tight again yeah it will be especially the the Bulls have seen and they're at to home. Play. Bulls are at home Bulls are at home yeah so I'm going to say the Crusaders because because I want them to win <laughs> but part of me thinks the the Bulls may okay my prediction is if the Crusaders can score first they'll win and when I say score first it means first try if the Bulls score first I reckon they'll they'll hold on to
0: it really
2: yeah 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 I think they'll play smart rugby they'll score they'll kick they'll kick they'll, they'll kick, kick they'll yeah, kick, they'll they'll kick they'll they'll and
0: kick they'll penalties. win the game yeah uh, I've put the Bulls to win uh, you're I'm horrible joking, I'm joking <laughs> I'll put the Crusaders I hope the Crusaders win I really do uh, but like you say I think it'll be it'll be very close and they'll be pushed right to the very end like uh Weekend just be. Yeah. And the Highlanders, Jaguars. Now this, this will be a rip snorter, won't it? This will be a great game. I'm going to put the Highlanders. Highlanders at home, and I've put the Highlanders to win as well. Chiefs, Sharks. Chiefs at home. Hang on. Hang on. I'm
2: just going to wet my finger and put it up in the air and just see where the wind's blowing, because yeah. I depends on how the Chiefs wake up in the morning. Yes. Ah... Uh, it's a you're a brave man to say that the Chiefs will win. I'm. I uh, thank you. I'm a brave <laughs> man. I've said the Chiefs will win. Yeah, I'm going to go with you. Chiefs to yeah. win. Yeah. Chiefs to win. Lions. Waratahs.
0: Lions are at home again, and I think a week the Lions, off as well. I Had think a week the Lions off. are going to win.
2: I think the Lions are going to win. New South Wales Waratahs. They're wounded,
0: aren't they? The only
2: chance they've got is they 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 they're, they're going to be desperate to win, because if they don't win.
0: Again, down and out, aren't down they? Down and out, down yeah. and out. Yeah. Last game, Brumbies Sunwolves. God, this is on Sunday. Three days of rugby, mate. Excellent. Uh, I've put the Brumbies to win, although I would like to see the Sunwolves win, and they have won in Australia this year as well.
2: If they get one or two players back from injury, they've got yeah. half a chance. But nah, the Brumbies have got to be yeah. got to be the the team. That you would put down to win this one, that's for sure. But
0: especially after their win uh, on the weekend, you know they got the tails up, being the Brumbies. <laughs> yeah, get it. Yeah, <laughs>
2: uh, mate. We have linked, well, not linked up. Um, we use a little bit, or well, I, I definitely go on and see. There's a really, really good uh, rugby forecast. They don't pay us to do any of this, Um, and we put their stuff on to our Twitter page because they're really, really good at predictions, although it's been completely unpredictable, but they do a great job. So um, please have a look at their predictions to see what you think.
0: And how we match up with them as well. And how
2: we match up with them, um, because theirs is done by computer algorithm, and ours is done by putting our finger up and seeing um, (laughs) where the wind's blowing. But that is our review and preview of all the matches for this week. Next is a very special uh, segment where we're going to not do the quiz, but we're going to look at this over this next three-week period. We're going to pick a country, and we're going to name what we think to be the best this week Australian team to ever come out of Super Rugby. Just 15, though, eh? No subs. No subs, mate. No (laughs) subs. So we'll be going over that next. So first up on our list. Now, I'm going to have to just break. All of these players haven't come from Super Rugby, but there is one in particular that we're going to mention that just had to be mentioned. But I'm not going to tell you who it is (laughs) right now. But first up, who we got, mate? Number Uh, one. We've got Kepu. Yeah. We put him in Super Rugby player and he's Brumbies, a new, new, yeah, well. new, new breed of prop yeah. he's got good hands i think if you go further back
0: you can probably find quite a few better but I, I, he's a good player
2: yeah you, you could find better props but i think they wouldn't get anywhere near the modern game
0: no i agree he's yeah. like
2: the modern game best number one we could come up with number two for me this was easy i absolutely hated this guy <laughs> Phil Kearns, uh, very good player, very good player, very annoying, massively annoying, but that made him indispensable for the Australians. He sort of encompassed everything that is Aussie about Aussie rugby. He gave it everything he had.
0: Football through and through.
2: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And uh, I think he does a lot of the commentating now, and he's still annoying now. (laughs) Number three, mate. Ewan McKenzie. Yeah, a good. Even though he's going back a little bit now, yeah. he still had the skills to pay the bills, mate. And uh, that's what Super Rugby is all about. Uh, number four, we've gone for Nathan Sharp, which might surprise a few people, but he is an excellent second row. And I love how the fact that he's he's, you know, just went skinhead. As well And he looked really scary Like look at those is, eyes He, he used to have eyes, that mate. blue headgear as well Didn't he yeah, And he used to whip it off And you'd be like oh, I wouldn't go down A dark alley with him Number five
0: John eels What a player What a kicker I remember the The one thing that I remember From him Is that kick that he um, He got over against us
2: Oh, Mate I tell you what From el- the five metre I tell you what else he did oh. And you might not remember this He used to jump up And stop the ball From going over the posts so Like a to, line out <laughs> Like a line out He used to lift him And he used to jump up and stand And he, he he knocked down At least three, four, five Really? In big, big matches Yeah He was a smart,
0: smart Why aren't player. you allowed To do that anymore? I, I think you can I don't think you can With a penalty though Can you? Because you're not allowed to charge down a penalty. You're not allowed to charge down
2: it, but no, you, but you can allowed jump to up there and stop. Her. Yeah, you're I mean, that,
0: that would be a good question.
2: He well, maybe they did change the rules yeah. for, because of him. It's like Carlos Spence. They changed the rules for Carlos Spence. You weren't allowed to take a tap off your knee or kick off, kick with your knee yeah. anymore. Yeah, so he, the, maybe they did change that. But it was a smart. He was a smart man. He, he led he led his team to victory, World Cup winning captain.
0: Yeah, we've gone Hooper here. But you could also go number seven, sorry. Oh, we yeah. missed out number six, mate.
2: We didn't miss out number six. We've got Smith. Oh, you've at done six. it all right. Uh, arguably, yeah, yeah. mate, arguably, you, you can't break between Smith
0: and Hooper. And Pocock, though, and as well. And
2: Pocock. But we've, we've gone for Smith at six, yeah. Hooper at seven, and Kefu at eight. And Kef, you loved him, Every time Kefu, you know, when I mentioned a few podcasts ago about Quay Cooper, every time he got the ball, yeah. unpredictable be like, oh, but good. Kefu was just amazing. You know, every time he got the ball, you're like, please tackle him. <laughs> tackle <laughs> him early before he starts running. Absolutely. So Kefu was, in fact, out of all of those forwards, I'd say Kefu probably had the biggest, he was the biggest impact player yeah. out of all of those guys. Now, they're very exciting backs.
0: Yeah, God. Now, we could have had two for number nine, but I think a lot of people would have shouted at us if we had gone uh, the latter of the two. I yeah, think. definitely George Gregan. Oh, what a sure.
2: player. He actually changed the way a nine played rugby. Before that, they would like pass, 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 didn't really run, and then boom. George Gregan came on the scene, and then Justin Marshall came out of nowhere because he could run and yeah. pa- pass. And
0: well, right. there's Will Guinea, but I think George Gregan, and one of the reasons why, and another reason why uh, I remember him is because of that tackle that he made. Jeff Olson On Jeff Wilson, yeah. I was going, we're going to win, we're going to win. <laughs> We've lost. <laughs> Thanks, George.
1: Yeah.
2: Good player. Very, very good player. Very humble man as well. Very humble man. At 10, now I flirted with the idea of going Quay Cooper, no, and then I remembered. Heard. I remembered that he's kind of a Kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then the reason for that is because I think Quay Cooper had for me the most. He really made really made me worry we, every time he had the ball. But then I remembered how good Stephen Larkin was. He was unbelievable. And he thoroughly deserves to be in that 10 spot. Definitely. But who would be your second best 10 of all time? And I would say, not of all time. You know, we're talking about super rugby, so we're not yeah, going okay, past. Right. You know, yeah, because yeah. People will say, what about Ella? What about Ella?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I agree with you. He was a fantastic player. Um, But super rugby, you, you can't really go too far past, no. Wade, can you? Yeah, true. Now, we're going... For eleven here, and this is where I could not resist putting in Campese. Campese for me was an inspiration growing up. Him and a John Kerwin the battles that those yeah. two guys had together was amazing. Um, and probably Campese. You'd you'd just say, which one? Who would you rather have, Campese or Kerwin Arguably, you'd go Kerwin for someone who could tackle. Campisi for someone who could score from anywhere.
0: Right. Uh, We've done and, 11. And he's not oh. a super big <laughs> player. He's the one that I just <laughs> had to put on. Uh, 12. We've got Matt Gitto. Great player. Smart player, isn't he? So smart. trustworthy as well, though. You know, defensively good. Kicking very good. Attacking. Good.
2: Yeah. Good-looking.
0: Oh, mate. If you swing that
2: way, if you're that way
0: inclined. Absolutely.
2: Now, this is a bit, I've been led, I've been led by you here, Toads, for our 13. And I don't think he's the best 13 that's ever played for Australia, but he does yet yet again encompass so much of Australian rugby, Mm. and that is... Sterling Mortlock. Sterling Mortlock. Great
0: name as well. A little
2: bit like Nathan Sharp, you know, sort of just
0: skinhead...
2: Scary. Don't mess with me. Yeah,
0: he'd put his head where others wouldn't. Yeah, especially he, in that position.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure his body now has crumbled into like absolute mush because he he worked so hard for the team. So he thoroughly, in my in my opinion, deserves that 13 spot. But number 14? Joe Roth? Yeah, Joe Roth. Bizarrely, Don't know him. Bizarrely, retired early from rugby. Right. Probably could have won lots and lots of tri scoring records. I had tri scoring records for a while. But then he went off to university, and I can't remember whether he play for Cambridge or Oxford. But he went into the into the to the big game, the big university game. I remember watching him on TV, and he wasn't even very good.
0: Oh, there
2: you go. I was, I was waiting for him to rip it up. Yeah, and he didn't rip it up. But anyway, he was a great player and retired far too early, far too early. Our number fifteen. Are you going to say it, or am I going to say
0: you it? You can say it, mate. You can say it. Israel Flair. Oh. Hundred percent,
2: or as you would say, falawa. <laughs> um, he is arguably the best player on the planet.
0: Big call. Was a best player. Was on the yeah. Doesn't play anymore. Um, dangerous. This year, Could especially. Do, oh, this, this year, year especially. especially yeah. 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 Very good player, but like we've said, week on week off, he can do anything from anywhere. He's a freak. He is a freak. He
2: is a freak, and, and and he is a freak rather than other fullbacks not being very good. Yeah, he is a freak. Yeah. Now, disclaimer: we are two Kiwis picking the Australian team. So uh, these are you guys out there who are Australians who know your team. They'll be shouting at us, he us right be now.
1: Can't believe you put that
2: in. Can't believe you put that guy in. Um, for us, it was just who. When we think back yeah. over the years, who who uh, as a Kiwi has sort of really impressed us. Yeah. Uh, so maybe you don't agree, and maybe you want to email in your best team that you would mm. like to have seen for that. But that's
0: You can our- even email us in and abuse us. <laughs> it's an email to us. Eh? That's good. <laughs> Any email is a good email. <laughs> Any email is a good email. But um,
2: we've had a few other things that have been mentioned this week that I just want to touch base with you. Now, there is a World Club rankings oh, right. out there. We've put it on our Twitter page. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous rankings. I reckon, How do they rank them? I reckon some guy puts all the names of all the clubs in a hat and sort of rattles them round and pulls them out and goes, that'll do.
0: Poverty Bay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bulla, <laughs> Number one. Buller. <laughs> because some of the teams that are on there. So we've had a lot of traction on this on our Twitter page. Go and have a look at it. See what you think, but there's some bizarre choices. Really? You know, like the Blues, 28th. 28th? 28th. It's like the Blues could be Who's number one? Crusaders. Number two? Saracens. Leinster. Leinster? Then Saracens, I believe. uh, And then Hurricanes are in there. Then then there's a massive gap between anything else. I think like Northampton are in there, like what miles above other teams. It's just bizarre. What? So uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a bit of digging. We're gonna find out yeah, which nugget drank too many <laughs> kegs of beer and and uh, decided on some of those selections. And we'll get back to you. The other thing was interesting question that was proposed. 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 <laughs> <laughs> was what happens when these games are drawn? Should there be um,
0: a golden point? for games that are drawn they need to go to that kicking system where they go out to the 22 they've got five kickers like a penalty shootout
2: mate do you know, do you know what they did do you know what they they've did?
0: done that once haven't they they
2: tried it once Nick Evans they realised it
0: sucked and they <laughs> never did it again a little bit like you starting the show whoa you, uh, that's rough as guts mate that's hurt me here and remi- you can't you, you know can't know what, the viewer's you, know right you, 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 the you, listeners you, you can't see you. this but that's hit me in the heart you know
2: when you say it's as rough as guts do you know what it reminds me of your first girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> i don't even know who she was Apology, apology. <laughs> so now anyway, i'm bringing out the results it was
0: beautiful actually so
2: we've we've put this out today and um, s- we've had 72% of people say no, leave it as it is. If it's a draw it's a no, draw. Fair enough. And I I agree yeah, with that. I agree if too. you can't split them after 80 minutes unless it's a knockout comp. Yeah. But
0: then, then, then it goes to extra time anyway.
2: Yeah, that's so, what I mean, it goes to extra yeah. time and then then they then they you know flip a coin and then all of those types of things go on. But uh 28% did say if you did can't do your math, mate. 72% said uh n- no and that leaves 28% to say yes there should. So there is a little bit of an appetite out there. Yeah. Um if you listening to this, it still has a day and 10 hours to go as we do this so you could quickly go on and, and change that uh, fabric of those answers but I would agree, I'd say if they can't, especially like the Chiefs versus um, the Highlanders, uh, Highlanders, yeah, that deserves to be a draw. Oh,
0: 100%, yeah. The Crusaders Definitely.
2: versus the Sharks. Sharks deserve to win. And I think also that whatever team kicks off Possibly if it went to golden point yeah. Would have a massive advantage Because they just kick off And they just Kick it deep Kick it deep yeah. Pin them down there Wait for a penalty Happy days Because you know the It's like the, at the moment The referees are sort of Just giving out sweets And that they're, they're called penalties Yeah They're just sort of Giving them out yeah. for fun uh, So I would say It's a massive disadvantage So I'm going to say No you've just got to Stop the game Yeah Unless you go to extra time That seems fair Extra time But not golden point Right that is That's our another episode soup. done. Some would say it was 1 hour and 30 seconds of Jeez. absolute magic or absolute dribble. <laughs> Maybe you will decide out there. But thank you very much for joining us yet again on another Super Rugby podcast and we are looking forward to bringing you next week's matches, reviews, previews and your questions. Bye for now.